Welcome to Tip That Scale, a podcast for those laid off, bracing for a layoff, or considering new career options and career opportunities. So what if we put on the front end of that navigating the waters ahead for those categories of people, right? Because those are really what we're going to do is talk about how we're going to navigate these. How are we navigating these? How are people who have gone out before us have navigated those? You know, you'll see do's and don'ts. And I think that's kind of our daily or our weekly conversations or as those topics come up, I think people are more interested in knowing how to navigate, right? Because a lot of people, this is their first time or it's been a long time and they don't remember. People want to know, how do I get through it, right? Otherwise, they Google and, and go listen to something else. It tells People want to be told how to do it. And we're not telling them how to do it. We're throwing out suggestions. But I think people are more interested in the how-to phase, you know, just the YouTube phase of how do I do it? Well, yeah, um, no. How to navigate. That's the reason I love the part that we have that this podcast is called Tip That Scale. And then adding the adding the piece that's really important in your favor. Yeah, <laughs> scale yeah, I love that. In your favor, meaning that really is how the part the portion of how to navigate. Now that we've we've done the teaser, we're talking about this is our first episode. I would say, who are you? I mean, I know who you guys are. I know who you are, but everybody else doesn't. So my question, and of course, I will I will introduce myself. But AJ, who are you? Uh, a lot of different things. I guess you can call me a bit of a chameleon. Yeah. Just been in the tech market. I've worked in the talent acquisition side. I've worked on the agency recruiting aspect of things. Um, been in the industry for 12, 13 years now, going on 13 years. I've held positions from, you know, an associate recruiter all the way up to leading teams. Um, I'm one of those leaders that basically tries to lead with compassion, empathy, and understands a person, right? It's kind of moving towards a new age way of leading teams versus the old crack the whip, do as I say. My scenario, my, my, my input is more about like, what can I do for my team and what do they need for me? Um, but apart from that, very knowledgeable with market trends, very knowledgeable with a lot of different things that really could assist and help people with what they're going through, their transitions. Yeah. 13 years. Ron, I would say he's the baby of the bunch, right? He is the baby. <laughs> he is the baby. I, I had to I'm good at what I do, though. Just say I had to sit down and start counting things up and, and, and making tick marks to figure out how long I've been in it today. Uh, what about you? Who are you, Ron? So, um, I, I mean, so I've been in this talent matchmaking world for over 25 years now. Um, it doesn't seem like that, but it has been. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've spent a lot of the time just helping people get into places and help with their careers and figure out where they want to go um, and matchmaking uh, companies with the lifeblood of their uh, company, which is, of course, the talent, right? The people. Um, I've done it on both the staffing side of the house and then the corporate side of the world, too. So it's 
it's given me a good perspective of how each side looks at it. Um, I've sat in front of a lot of hiring managers trying to figure out what it is they want and not only to fill this role, but this person to fit into this group. And conversely, on the, op the other side as well, the candidate side, right? Really finding out what is it that you're looking for in a career and what will make you happy. And, and when that all comes together and it's a, it's a great match, it, it's, just, it's a magical thing, right? It, it makes you, it, it's like connecting your friends um, from a dating standpoint and they end up getting married, right? And you, you just feel good about that piece. And that's something I get over this many years of doing it great. Um, it, it just makes me feel good, right? I've got some of my longest and best friends uh, in my circle now that have come from either having been uh, clients on the hiring side or candidates that were that were looking for jobs, right? And um, that's something that I, I have a, a deep passion for. I've seen so many different trends and, and getting into the psychic of both sides of that to figure it out. And I, I just love doing it. I've, I've built offices and managed offices and trained and taught and sold and recruited and all in the talent space. So each one of those brings its own perspective of how to interact and, and, and deal with people and, and, and um, make happy matches in the end. Yeah. So that's of the three of us, I would say I'm a little bit of the outlier because my focus is not talent, talent acquisition or talent attraction. My focus mm -hmm. has been everything that really supports on the opposite side of it. So when everything, you know, the way I, my title, my personal title is, I would call myself a, a visionary and development coach because I do coaching individual as well as group and on the corporate side as well, but also from the HR business consulting side. So I've been doing that for years as well. And the reason I got into HR business consulting is because of what I consider my big four. My big four, having done those in in the agency, in the agency world, uh, recruitment marketing agency, even working for marketing agencies. But my big four are employer branding, uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, communications. Y'all know how I love communications. <laughs> We're doing a podcast after all. And then uh, employee engagement. And I would say employee engagement and employee relations. And so, you know, from that standpoint, and seeing, we're talking about trends and seeing this, I've been in, been doing this, uh, I would say, um, <laughs> working even in recruitment marketing, when the beginning of how companies start posting their jobs online, am I dating myself? Yeah, I don't care. But yeah, you know, we're having work for one of the first online job boards. So seeing that and seeing how things have changed over time, how things have improved and how some things have um, maybe taken a step back. So when we're talking about um, what we're doing here on this podcast, Tip That Scale, we all have this incredible experience, skill sets, talents, but not beyond that, passion for people. And that's exactly what it is. We have a passion for people and making sure that they're informed and that they can they can go after their dreams as well. That's how I see it. Being on the corporate side, um, you know, both of you have been on the corporate side, on the agency side, on the staffing side. I think we've all worked for agencies uh, in one way or another. Um, and then even 
freelancing and consulting. I have my own coaching practice. So all of that juicy, you know, juicy experience really provides a lot of value for a lot of people and what they're going through now with layoffs, but also in looking at what's their next, you know, I think Ron, you said it before, how to get, navigate their next. And that's why we call this again, podcast tip that scale with the dot, 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 the ellipsis in your favor. So yeah, <laughs> I'm always do that dot, dot, dot ellipsis in your favor, just so you know. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, so then I guess, then we can say this being our first episode, um, why are we doing this? What's, there's one little thing that brings us that we all have in common outside of our experience. Anybody? I'd say there's two, but they kind of fit closely. Compassion and empathy. Okay. Which one of us have. Yeah. But what's the other? What's, what, what's the what's the big elephant in the room? <laughs> that we're all going through we're the same the thing that everybody else is, right? We've yeah. all we're we've recently just this month all been laid off, right, from the same places. Yeah, how we came together. Yeah, exactly. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last. But we've done it before. Yeah. And in my career, this is the fifth economic downturn that I've seen, and. You know, looking back and evaluating it, all this, there's a lot of trends. There's a lot of predictors that happen in each one, right? So yep. you can notice them before they get here, to figure out what are some of the things I need to do while going through it, mm-hmm. and how do you emerge better on the other side? How many How many times have you been, been laid off in your career, Ryan? This is only the second one, including COVID, but I've I've been the person in the seat that's helped all those others that got laid off on both sides of this, right? Preparing yeah. and, hey, what can you do on the other side? And, hey, we're starting to see some openings and things pick up, I th- you know, and, and kind of got them. I mean, it's a mindset change, right? We've talked about this uh, as a group of when you go through these things, you have to change your mindset about how you look at it. Absolutely. You have to reinvent yourself. I mean, I've seen three myself in this entire time that I've been working. And I've been affected by it or impacted by it twice. The first time it happened, I did a complete career transition from tech. So this was back in 08 when there was just a massive influx of people. And it was almost nearly impossible to find a job. Like I started working three jobs, you know, in retail just to kind of support myself. And I just fell into recruiting. Right. Um, that may be something that some people may need to do or want to do. Yeah. This is but my, yeah. this is my, my fourth one. And I think number one, say understanding who you are is important. I going mm-hmm. through it. Um, if I could take and package all of my, that know-how, what did I learn from each one? There's no question about it. A layoff can be devastating. Whether it's a layoff, being fired can be devastating, a large riff, all of it is devastating because it's just, it attacks your um, your sense of security and your sense of trust. But I would say there, Ron, you said it best, there are those indicators. Every time it's happened, I knew it was coming and I knew I was going to be a part of it because I knew the role that I played within the organization and what... Um, was it was what I was doing 
really, I don't want to say, <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but uh, how important was it as far as from a bottom line standpoint? You know, am I a revenue generating, in a revenue generating position or not? And if I wasn't, which most of the time I wasn't, I knew that the layoff was going to happen. Plus there are patterns. That's the other thing organizations have patterns in how they do layoffs. So that was mm -hmm. one of the things that I was looking for and like, okay, I'm, okay, let me, let me brace myself. Let me, let me prepare ahead of time. And, but beyond that, um, I would say after one, after each one, I had to reassess myself. What's first question. What did I learn about me? Not about, you have to just take a step, even you have to take a step to determine how you, you want to move. You have to take a step back to determine how you want to move forward and take the step forward would be how I would say it. Yeah, I've always said question. that. Um, yeah. I've always said that no matter what happens, it's what you do next that defines you. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Right. Great. Don't we got laid off. Okay. Well, what's your next step? Right. Like Ron said, how are you going to tackle this problem that's in front of you there's kind of go back to the four communication styles or not really communication style but action style i guess but what are you going to do next and what is on the table like that's the first thing that you have to do is lay that out you have to know who you are yep. you know and that's who you who and what a lot of people do and I've, i'm i'm guilty of this as well I'm so aligned with my position and the title and the organization that I've forgotten who I am outside of it. And so then when the organization and the position is taken away from you, then you have to almost like, okay, but who am I now? Um, I know it, hap it happens, and you know, Ron, you talked about marriage as a part, you know, uh, recruiting, like it's like very similar to a marriage and dating. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You break up, you have to determine, okay, who am I outside of this particular role that I played? So that's really key. And it's hard to do when you aren't anticipating that you're, you will be one of the people who will be let go from an organization. I mean, let's face what happened to us. We kind of saw it coming, right? Yeah. Well, when companies quit hiring, they don't need us, right? I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think from the standpoint of the predictors, right? You, in, I, I, I hope out of this whole thing, and that's something we can do, right? We have been through it. We've seen these. And there's going to be people who haven't gone through these. There's going to be people who it's been a long time since they've gone through this. There are going to be people who may have gone through it and didn't realize, okay, how things have changed now to get to evolve or get out of it, right? And I hope those are some of the things that we can provide through this thing is how to reassess, how to look at it. And if you haven't gone through it yet, hey, be preparing for these things that are going to happen or you need to do yeah. to have yourself prepared. I know I look at this way different than I did when I saw... I wasn't in the first one that I went through, but I saw the first one and all these people go through it, right? I would have, I would have known where to turn. I would have completely panicked. I wouldn't have, um, I don't know what I would have done, right? Yeah. But I do know now I look at it differently. I react to it differently. I'm better prepared for something like this. And I still, 
am looking forward to what can I what can I make out of the go forward on this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more glass half half full on it. And you know what? We also know that organizations change after a layoff. And honestly, and and we we've seen this. I know we've talked to former colleagues from uh, our last company, even previous companies that I'm still in touch with, and those that those that stay are probably harder affected than those that are let go. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a great point. That's a great point. More for less mentality. And then when is when is it going to be my turn? Not just a more for less or when is it going to be my turn, but that dynamic of that group. It's like you're breaking up the best rock and roll group ever. You know, that is, and it, and especially when it starts moving and, and jiving, and it's not just about work. I think that's where a lot of organizations and leaders, um, executive leaders miss the mark, that it's not always about work. It is about that camaraderie. Well, and it affects their feelings too, right? The ones that are still there. Yeah. You, and especially, I mean, there's no good time for a layoff, but right now is a really yeah. ugly time of a year that, that, you know, make people have uh, feelings of resentment that yeah. it happens to, and people that are going through it, there's pity, or, or people that didn't get in it, you know, there's pity from their part to those that have. I mean, it's just, like I said, there's no good time, but this one's really just an ugly time for everybody. It just messes up a lot, but, you know, that's companies are going to do, that's their discretion at that point. Um, yeah, but I, I would say from an employee, working on the employee engagement side, and employer brand and reputation management, it's even harder. Well, Nicole, you asked a minute ago, why are we doing this? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. My personal, well, I wouldn't really just call it mine, I guess, but I just, there's a lot of people out there that have no idea what happened. Mm-hmm. And what I want to be is a voice of information or a voice of reason in regards to what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still so many people that were laid off three months ago that still have no idea why they thought everything was great. Yeah. What happened? They didn't get that from the organization that they were working with. Now we may not know the internal reasoning, why the, the exact reason why the organization did it or why you specifically were not targeted, but tagged for the layoff. But we can give you a broader picture in regards to what's going on with the overall market and helping you understand why your role was impacted. Right. And then to um, nav- and then to navigate to the next. That's you know, sometimes we don't need to know. I don't why did this happen? Sometimes it's like, okay, it happened and now I need to move forward. But I don't know how to move forward. But having some idea of the why can be helpful for some. But we don't want people to rest there because we know um, you can sit in the why and trying to understand the why for a long time. And it can be paralyzing, whether you have answers or whether you don't. Was it me? Was it something I did? Um, And this is across all organizations, all industries, all markets, all global positions, you know, um, but it really is once you get whatever you need it's more about how you need to move forward 
And, and I think also the hope that there are opportunities, there are things you can do to move forward. And I know that's one of the things we're going to talk about as well. Um, you know, Ron's what's, what are some of the top topics you're excited that we're going to talk about on tip that scale? I mean, I think, I think some of the topics that are really going to help people, right? We, we talked about what are some of the predictors? What, what's going to happen in front of me? I see where we're at now, but what are those things that are going to happen next, right? That can show me where do I need to be looking for jobs? Uh, what types of companies will hire first? Um, what's the mindset I need to change to, right? Um, you know, I'm not necessarily going to be looking for that job. I'm going to be able to stay in for 10 years. I have to be flexible. I, I, you know, if I'm looking for that, been in that manager role, want that manager role, I have to flex. So I'm, I'm happy and excited to talk about things about that, people taking a different mindset. Um, resume prep, how to get noticed, you know, all those kinds mm -hmm. of things that we, we as a group have done about to help people, you know, when a job comes out and there's immediately 800 applicants, how do you stand out? How do you get recognized? Um, those are a lot of for me. AJ, what's, what are some what are the, some of the topics that you're looking forward to us talking about on the podcast? Uh, very similar to what Ron was talking about, market trends. Um, how do you stand out? What are some of the things that you can do that all the other individuals or people that were impacted by this that aren't doing? Yeah. Getting quick apply or are you taking different steps and approaches to potentially get noticed right yeah. um what it's controlling what you can control and that's one helping everybody understand that there's certain things that are just out of your grasp but it's what you do next yeah what are you controlling and focus on that I know one of the things that I'm, I mean, I'm super excited about the podcast and just being able to share our expertise um, with folks that need it. Um, I know one, I, I'm approaching this very similar to how I work with a lot of my coaching clients. And that's sometimes it's just not the quick apply. It is research. And y'all know I love me some research, but also um, y'all also know I, I look at things from a unique uh, standpoint and it's networking, it's tapping your network. It's not just relying on the tried and true and nothing's wrong with the tried and true sites that are already out there, but also what can you do to get beyond that? Um, looking at the, the dreaded applicant tracking system, ATS, and how, uh, I, I, this is one thing, how recruiters, and y'all can attest to this, do you screen out or are you screening in? I want to talk about it. So yeah, DEI, but y'all know me from the employer branding standpoint too. I want to, I want to help people to really dive deep in looking at the company and looking at their brand and looking at their values and mission statements. And does the company have a, a strategic business plan? Cause that can play into it. And then the other thing that's in my wheelhouse that's big for me is DEI. You know, if if diversity, equity, and, and inclusion are important to you as an individual, does that company you're looking to apply to align with your personal values? That's huge. This is monumental. So I, I one last thing that kind of adds on to what you were saying, Nicole, is is 
again, not only from an individualistic standpoint, but from an organizational standpoint, are these companies hiring what they need right now? Or are they able to forecast and look at a person and say, okay, I can work with this person for multiple different things for the next five to 10 years? Mm-hmm. What exactly is the need, right? I, I, I'm looking forward and I hope that others will, will gain um, levels of comfort from us doing this because we're going through it too, right? We'll go through the experiences we had that week, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, you know, talk, I enjoy talking with you guys to figure out you know, I'm, it's right in front of me. How do I get around it over or under, right? Maybe you guys have other approaches or thoughts on something that happens like that. So I think those will be really helpful for people to hear. Um, and it's also, you know, the old adage, uh, misery loves company. Um, it's, it's good to know that you're not the only one, right? When you yeah. hear, oh, I felt this way because, and somebody else felt it. So, you know, it's not abnormal, um, but you can have, hopefully this will be a, a group of friends helping each other get through uh, a trying time like this. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, and all our listeners are our new friends. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Hello, everybody. Well, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you all for listening. And we look forward to coming back with our next episode. We're going to talk about, I think in our next episode, we should really dive deeper into what's happening right now and maybe be that wrap up to, if you can believe it, the end of the year. We're launching a podcast at the end of 2022, but I think it's the perfect time to set people up for 2023 and just start preparing and thinking about what's going on. So let's talk about it. We're always going to talk about it. And what do we say? Tip that scale. Do what we can to tip that scale, dot, 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 or ellipsis in your favor. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.